Since the 1950s, nearly 60% of Costa Rica's forests have been cut at one period in time for the purpose of ranching. Cows now graze on an estimated 35% of Costa Rica's landmass and account for at least 30% of Costa Rica's current greenhouse gas emissions. Interestingly, the area in Costa Rica with the largest incidence of cattle raising, Guanacaste, is also the region that has recently been most devastated by drought. As trees have been cut to make room for pasture, the region's land has lost its natural protection from the punishing tropical sun. As drought digs its heels into the region, fields have turned brown, roads dusty, and streams dry. In 2014, President Luis Guillermo Solas declared a state of emergency for the Guanacaste province after rainfall fell to 60% below average. Costa Rica's Agricultural and Livestock Ministry reported that the lack of rainfall has had far-reaching consequences, with the region's cattle industry estimated to have suffered about $16.8 million in losses, and the agriculture sector experienced an additional $9 million loss in crop damage. Unfortunately, the situation only worsened in 2015 with Liberia, which is the capital of Guanacaste, recorded its driest year on record. The entire northern Pacific region reported precipitation levels nearly 80% below normal in December of that year. Amazing. The absence of rain increases fire risks. Additionally, many towns have been forced to go for months without water, even for drinking purposes. While policymakers have considered piping drinking water from uh, La Cangreja National Park, which is a lush rainforest area to the west of San Jose, to devastating towns in Guanacaste, the measure has been met with considerable pushback. Those farmers that were interviewed who are living near this national park almost universally, universally excuse me, blame Guanacaste's drought on the residents' acts of deforestation in the name of ranching and commercial development. It's a move that they fear has disrupted the region's local water cycle. People living near this national park expressed frustration in interviews that lawmakers may target their water for transportation as already national tax monies go towards Guanacaste's emergency aid. Many in the relatively water-secure area of La Cangraje believe that the Guanacaste province should be held more responsible for acting without regard for the environment continuing to cut trees for livestock production and encouraging development in dry coastal areas. Indeed, trees are so vital to the continued environmental uh, vitality and food security across all of Costa Rica. Forests keep the fragile tropical soil moist and protected from UV radiation. Tree roots keep soil intact, preventing erosion while leaves preserve and perpetuate the water cycle by returning moisture to the atmosphere via transpiration. Unfortunately, many poor farmers have turned to ranching and as a result, deforestation. And this is an avenue for short-term profit, many without fully understanding the implications of fostering grassland in areas traditionally forested by trees. Unplanned livestock grazing contributes to climate change by causing the disappearance of CO2, removing vegetation. Unhealthy, 
monoculture grassland areas that eke out an existence in deforested lands are prone to desertification in the harsh, hot conditions found in the northwestern Costa Rica area. Unfortunately, cows also produce large quantities of methane gas and the decomposition of excrement as well. If the excrement is not properly incorporated into the soil, this further contributes to the greenhouse gas emissions associated with the majority of cattle ranching around Costa Rica. And additionally, the transportation, slaughter, and processing steps required to make meat from these animals also prove extremely energy and water intensive. A recent National Geographic article estimated that the production of one pound of industrial beef requires nearly 2,000 gallons of water to generate the processing. Eating a beef patty raised and slaughtered in the industrialized cattle industry is equivalent to driving a car 10 miles. Who would have thought? Without education, overgrazing continues to encourage the destruction of important habitat here in Costa Rica, diminishing important biodiversity, removing valuable ecosystem services, and disrupting the local water cycles in an area predicted by climate models to begin suffering long-term decreases in precipitation due to climate change. Steps must be taken to limit cattle ranching and deforestation, replacing revenue from cows with ecotourism and proper forest management, as well as less damaging forms of agriculture, excuse me, and livestock production. While grazing in general can be hard on any land that is typically forested, in some areas, timed grazing or holistic management involving the movement of livestock in a way that mimics natural ruminant feeding can actually increase soil carbon and improve biodiversity and soil health. High density, very short cattle rotations can spark a furious growth period in grasses and other forms of vegetation while fertilizing the land. Many farmers practicing this method plant trees and report maintaining at least 30% tree cover across their farm to keep the ecosystem thriving. However, these more regenerative forms of grazing still admittedly work best in environments that are typically savanna ecosystems rather than the Guanacaste's traditional and dry tropical forest. There's a challenge here, and it's facing us in the present. Right now are issues that we must address, or surely we will suffer the consequences in the near future. They're in a need of innovation and group thinking. How can they create a more sustainable economy? How can they invest in areas of the world that need their help reinventing local industries? How can they reevaluate what they eat and the way they raise livestock and grow their food? More importantly, can they begin to practice agriculture in a way that honors and protects the traditional Costa Rica ecosystems? Can they begin to educate themselves in how to create food systems that mimic the natural world? There's a lot of things to consider here, I'll tell you. And we will continue to study the ecosystems of Costa Rica. We will continue to rethink the grazing methods in Costa Rica and how reforesting the land is so important. We appreciate your listening, and we'll see you tomorrow.